G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Taking some time today to come back to what happens in some of these nations around the world and some of the nations we're not even quite so familiar with, nations in Central Asia, uh, known as the Stans. There's Kyrgyzstan and Tajikistan and a whole lot of different stands. Let's talk about Christian radio and reaching out into very diverse cultures. Rudy Weans, a veteran minister overseeing FEBC Eurasia. Not only does he cover the major territories of Russia and Ukraine with Christian broadcasting, but also in Moldova and other nations of that region and Central Asia. Rudy Weans is back with us. Rudy, a special welcome back to 2020. Well, thank you. Rudy, when we talk Central Asia and all of these stands, we're not so familiar with them geographically in Australia. They don't make the headlines every week, but they've got their own challenges. And FEBC, an international Christian broadcaster, is interested in these people groups broadcasting into their homelands. Yes, like SF91, there were suddenly uh, in Central Asia, there are five new countries, you know, all those stans. Stan means settlement, you know, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, you know, those stans, they, they, those are independent countries now for the last 30 years. And they are, they used to be under Soviet Union and so very secularized. So they were literate, you know, 100%. So everybody had to go to school. Even so, traditionally, culturally, they are Muslims. Uh, so now they were very secularized. They were atheists, kind of, you know. And so now, 30 years ago, when they became independent, they think they had to find their identity again in Islam. And so, of course, Islam is coming back more and more traditionally and culturally. That's how they talk about themselves. But we know that Jesus, or as in their language, Isa, Masih, you know, is the Savior and the Lord, you know. So, of course, we want to share that good news with them. And so on the church there, in most of these stands, there is a Kyrgyz church, a Kazakh church, a Uzbek church, a Tajik church, but it's a first generation, you know, like really. Like I often tell, I, I experience myself, like in the Western world, you often hear elderly people praying for their children and grandchildren. Over there, you hear young people praying, Christians, praying for their parents and grandparents. It's the other way around because it's much, much more difficult for the elderly people to accept the truth in Jesus than for the younger people. Last time we were talking, we were discussing the difficulty that there must be when you're a Christian broadcaster on those two sides of the border, the Russian side and on the Ukrainian side. And with war going on, you take a peacemaker position and you try and bring peace between enemies. It's even more complicated when you start to talk about what's going on with all of the stands in Central Asia because these are, as you say, they're Islamic nations and you're a Christian broadcaster. Are there special things that you've got to do to be able to broadcast into those Islamic countries? 
Well, you're right. So I had lots of experience in in communicating with um, with orthodox uh, people, you know, who have some knowledge of of Christianity and the Bible and so on. Here it was the other way around. But still what I find and what we find, what our local people, local believers, like the Kazakh and Kyrgyz uh, friends, my friends who are followers of Christ, what what the the approach we take is that no Muslim can afford to say anything bad about Jesus. Jesus is the best prophet and even in their religion. So we we try to stick to our original FEBC kind of slogan, you know, lot, uh, motto, you know, Christ to the world by media, you know, so it's not Christianity, it's actually Isamasih, it's Jesus Christ, you know, so we try to share Jesus instead of Christianity, you know, in that sense, so, and that very often helps, so that, you know, talking about peacemaking, so we don't come as enemies, but as peacemakers, and also like the, the <laughs> The you know like the one of one of our key 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 person in Kyrgyz uh, our ministry in our radio K so he basically asked his before he became a follower of Christ he asked his teacher a Muslim teacher said how about Jesus Isa who is he and is he our guy our fellow or is he stranger to us no no he's our prophet but the Russians took him and made them to their god <laughs> so <laughs> so that was the explanation he got. So well, since he is a good, he's a good Lord, you know, prophet of light and uh, and truth, you know, in that sense. So we got to, we have to know, we can learn more about him. Yes, yes, actually we should. We should actually read the Gospels, but the Christians have corrupted them, you know. But we should actually read them. So that opened his mind, and he started to get to learn more about Jesus. And finally, he he, he became a follower of Christ. You know, now he's our one of our key people there in Kyrgyzstan. Maybe some of the secrets getting out here, but in Australia we probably tend to have the perception that uh, there is an anti-Christian streak in Islam, and perhaps that's at the leader level. Uh, That's at the level where there are extremists who would use the Islamic scriptures against the Christian. But when you're broadcasting into all of the stands, all of those nations, what you're saying is that there's an openness to the Jesus of the Bible because he is also recognized as a prophet in Islam. And in that, people are coming to faith in Christ. Uh, and that's true. And of course, as Christians, as followers of Christ, you know, so we want to to love love God and, and our neighbors as well. So we are actually known in those, in our broadcasts, our daily broadcasts, especially where we have a 24-7 broadcast, like on an FM network, you know, on FM stations. So we, we are known as family radio, you know. So, so the family relationships like marriage, uh, upbringing kids, you know. We have a special, in Kyrgyz language, a special talk show we call School for Mothers. For some reason, that's they found our our people there found it very very helpful and needing needed needed you know in that sense. Of course, that's oriented towards mothers, but then we need we need programs and one of our fellows does does a good program for men and men. The best he said the best results the best call I get from men is when they say thank you thank you you know for the broadcast. I finally it got to me that it's the domestic abuse is actually bad. 
We will often think, and uh, it's been a long time that I've been saying, oftentimes the gospel rides on the back of the family. And so when we have a biblical foundation for family, we know we have a recipe that works uh, for husbands and wives and raising children and the way we conduct ourselves, the way we live our lives, the way we're resistant to those things that are often addictive. Uh, There's something powerful I can hear you say here that when you've got a Christian broadcast into these lands, the family is a wonderful way to bring the gospel and see it in in its fruition. And that also helps us with the government. So the government in those five stands, for example, five new countries in Central Asia, former Soviet republics. So um, the, the government tries to be secular. So it's not like, you know, an Islamic state, you know, in that sense. So they, they don't want that. They are more afraid of the extremist religious people than, than of us, you know, Christians, you know, in that sense. So... For that reason, it's so we don't have much opposition from the governments in those uh, traditionally Muslim countries. So the opposition comes often in the death threats that our people get. They are more from from those minorities, small extremist groups, you know. So they they of course become militant, and so and there have been cases where they have been beaten up, and so like uh, you know these kind of animosity, but that's not official and not. Uh, major, you know, not from everyone. It's, those are smaller groups, you know. Of course, there are always people like that, you know, in that sense. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great opportunity that we have there in those countries. And when you have a message which is about a harmonious relationship between a husband and a wife and a harmonious family, uh, no doubt, like so many nations, and this might not be only the five stands that we're talking about, but the prevalence of domestic violence and the things that fuel that, uh, the Christian message in all of that has real resolution to some of those problems, and people are obviously discovering that very powerfully. Yeah, that's true. Like the the young people, the the women, the wives, the mothers, they love us, you know. So we are we are basically their their fans, but not only not only the women and and children or young people, but also men, because you know they there are lots of men that have are educated are decent people but they grew up in that society where it was okay so for example one of the i don't want even to mention his name but top leader you know religious leader so was asked is that okay to beat up your wife and the answer was you shouldn't overdo it so don't break any bones and so on so be careful when you do that so that's that's a kind of society people grow up, and then then we come with with you know with uh, with uh, respecting each other, with loving each other, with uh, taking care of each other. You know, who wouldn't love that? Who wouldn't want that? Yes, and even though there's some misinterpretation, of course, uh, Ephesians chapter five: uh, husbands and wives submitting to one another, and uh, so different cultures, and so those Islamic cultures in particular, as you say. What becomes good news in understanding who Jesus is, is good news for your family. And this is what follows, isn't it? The Christian message of the gospel in the wake follows the blessing for families and for communities, for whole villages, for cities and nations. Well, I, I personally, you know, I've been following a follower of Christ for many years and I I am convinced that Jesus is the answer to all problems we have, you know. So when we got to know, get to know Jesus, you know, 
uh, and uh, his teaching, you know, even death is no problem, I always say. <laughs> now, I imagine that in the five stands, given they're an Islamic context, there's a difference here in some of the social problems because uh, largely alcohol would be banned in a lot of those Islamic countries. Uh, but you're also overseeing Russia and Ukraine where I'm aware that alcoholism and the family dysfunction is very much fueled by that. A different set of problems when you've got what happens in Russia or in Ukraine to those things that are going on in Central Asia. Well, of course, vodka, you know, the alcohol is a huge problem in the Slavic society and on the Russian. But not only there. Now, among these Muslim countries, you know, these stands, the drinking problem, the alcohol problem is so huge. So I asked some of the people there, you know, just, uh, you know, talking. I said, well, on weddings, you, I, I assume you are Muslim, so you don't have any alcohol. And he said, well, no, 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 we, 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 we drink from tea castle, kettles, you know, so like <laughs> so not out of the bottles, but out of tea kettles. So alcohol is still a problem, you know, like they were sacralized. So Russians taught them lots of good things, you know, but uh, some bad things as well, you know, so they, they got used to. And that and alcoholism, you know, is a problem even in those times, especially domestic abuse often is related to alcohol as well. Rudy, you're leading FEBC Eurasia. Uh, here in Australia, we like a bit of Christian music on our Christian radio. Uh, we like lots of talk as well as we are today, but you'll primarily talk on Christian radio, FEBC, into the context that you're leading. That's right. Of course, you know, like if you have uh, FM radio, you know, it cannot be without music, you know, so music is a part of it. But in our talk shows, of course, in our broadcast, we use um, music more as a, as a, an interview with a, with a singer, you know, as an ar artist and so on. And because there are lots of Christian music, good content music, like just humanly good, good music and so on. We have, we talk about that. We talk about the uh, people of arts, you know, and so on in many, in many ways. We use that also in sharing the good news because I personally always say God is a God of beauty. So he is a creator and he creates beautiful stuff, you know, so beautiful things. So we, we, don't, we don't shy away from, from music or arts in that sense, you know. So, but, of course, there's lots of abuse or misuse of God's creation, and I think that's the basic for evil, you know, when people misuse the good, everything good comes from God, you know, whatever's good and they misuse it, then it becomes evil. Well, there are beautiful things on radio, and not everyone thinks that the music is beautiful. Some people think the talk is beautiful. So uh, wonderful to have a conversation with you today, Rudy. For listeners here in Australia who can support FEBC, Far East Broadcasting Company, one of the big Christian broadcasters around the world, and as we're talking about those five stands and the good work you do also in Russia and in Ukraine, uh, what's a good way for people to connect with you, Rudy, and with the team here in Australia? Well, it's best probably through FEBC Australia because they have been partnering even in, 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 in most of those countries like Russia, Ukraine, uh, even Moldova recently, I talked with uh, uh, with the director of the national director here in Australia. So uh, even there, they have helped us, you know, and so on. Even Russian-speaking people have participated in broadcasting 
with us, you know, so we put them on the schedule, you know. So that's uh, FEBC Australia is a big partner in in our worldwide uh, outreach you know, of FEBC. Well, here's how you can connect with FEBC in Australia and support the good work that's going on in places like Russia and Ukraine, along with Moldova and other nations in that region and these five stands of Central Asia. Rudy Weans is uh, the Veteran Minister who oversees FEBC Eurasia. But to connect and to support the good work that's going on in Eurasia, go to febc.org.au. That's the Australian website, febc.org.au. Rudy, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.